Abdel Fattah Fata al-Burhan heads the Sudanese army. Ismail Baka is the president of Egypt. Abdel Fattah LCC. Burhan made his first international trip to Cairo in 2019 and has received military training in Egypt. Through Burhan, Egypt maintains its influence over the Sudanese army and could need its support in the event of conflict with Ethiopia and Eritrea over the Grand Renaissance Dam. Kairos Junta may also fear civilian rule in Sudan and sparks calls for similar transition in Egypt. Secondly, there's Israel. Burhan, Burhan normalized relations with Tel Aviv, despite, despite Sudan's history of supporting the Palestinian struggle. Israel fears, Israel fears if he goes, so too, so too will the rapprochement. Then there's, then there's Washington. It's shared, it's shared political allegiances with Burhan in the past. Both supported, Both supported the TPLF paramilitary group in its conflict against Ethiopia and Eritrea. The U.S. backed the TPLF government in Addis Ababa for nearly 30 years before it was elected out of office. In Sart, when you strong an ally in the region, Burhan could be their man. Hemeti, meanwhile, relies on other key regional players. Warlord Khalifa Haftar of Libya is one. More importantly, they share a rich Gulf backer, the United Arab Emirates. Abu Dhabi once continued influence of a geostrategic state full of natural resources. Much of the gold from Hemeti controlled mines makes its way to Dubai. Next to have the European Union, it will deny backing either side, but has strong links with Hemeti. The EU has funded RSF forces patrol ports to stop African migrants reaching Europe. Then there's Moscow. It has relations with both foreign sides and once a Russian naval base in the East African country. Finally, Finally Russia's, Russia's private military farm, Wagner, it allegedly, it allegedly protects Hemeti's vast gold mine network and is accused of smuggling precious metals out of the country. It's a volatile mix. Long-term rivals, superpowers and other allies find themselves on opposing sides of the battlefield. The only guaranteed losers are Sudan's people, paying with their lives for the ambitions of power-hungry leaders. 
most powerful, most powerful general, general Bartley Tau. After previously, after previously joining forces in a military coup in 2020, but many but international, international players also have a stake in Sudan. So, so any of them benefit from the chaos you're seeing on the ground? Truth is, truth is nobody, nobody knows. knows. But it's worth exploring who stands to gain and the two most closely linked are Egypt and the United Arab Emirates. Egypt has thrown its support behind the Sudanese army, while the UAE had supported the paramilitary group, the rapid support. But both countries stand to lose from for Cairo, an armed conflict on its borders threatens its huge security and could trigger a huge influx of refugees. The United Arab Emirates battle put its gold interest in Sudan at risk, most minds controlled by the rapid success. Then we have Saudi Arabia, which is also wary of war. Its public investment fund has poured billions into projects in Sudan. The EU and the UK would want this part of the world as it could unleash another wave of refugees to their borders. As for, Russia, As for Russia, it has its eyes set, set on establishing a naval base in Sudan, a plan that, a plan that could be disrupted if the country, country descends into chaos, and you guess, the, guess the presence of Russian sheets, not, not something United the United States would want, given the strategic, the strategic importance of the West. Secretary of State, of State Lincoln, the Speaker of the Sudanese Army General, Abdel Fattah Burhan, just before this date is out, and that's left some suspicion, whoever benefits, the clear the biggest others are the Sudanese. Let's pray for their safe and this conflict can end sooner rather than later. They heard, they heard all the scenarios there. All the players, all the players in, the in the game. And what are these and what stupid, are these stupid motherfuckers, motherfuckers two, two, these two generals? They're killing, they're killing each other. And these goddamn got bastards, they're so ignorant all power hungry. Like you heard the lady the lady from Sudan say, power hungry. You know, that's enough to share with everybody. Motherfucker just don't want to share. And you know what? Every time you want, these motherfuckers are called warlords and all that shit. You stupid goddamn ignorant. I hope somebody tell you ignorant motherfuckers. You're being played by every motherfucker that don't live there. And then the fact of it is, they don't even want your black ass people in their countries. That's why they sponsoring this shit. They're putting people on the borders and the ports. So black these black motherfuckers, motherfuckers can't, go can't go to Europe. Can't go to Egypt. Can't go nowhere. They're stuck in the middle. And this is, and this what, is what I'm saying to the Sudanese, Sudanese people. people. you got to get you off your ass. ass. Kill these goddamn two generals. You people want your country. You're going to have to stand in between these two motherfuckers and make a decision. Kill both these motherfuckers. You cut off the head. There's nothing else left. Now, if you kill both these motherfuckers, the next one in line says he don't want to he don't want to act right, kill that motherfucker and his family too. But this is the only way you're going to stop it. It's 14 million you people there or whatever. And you mean tell me all you motherfuckers are going to do is run? Half the motherfuckers in those armies are your folks. Your family members. I'm quite, I'm sure, quite you sure you people there can say to, can your, say to family your family members, members kill them, kill them two, motherfuckers two motherfuckers on both sides. Because both of y'all got, got family members on either side. Both of y'all come together and say, hey, you kill, you these, kill motherfuckers these motherfuckers over there, you kill this motherfucker over there. So we can have peace. And you keep these goddamn white motherfuckers and Arabs out of your country. Because that's who's sponsoring this bullshit. Especially America. Especially America. They're the motherfuckers who sponsored this. Or did you just notice? Funny thing when when that motherfucker came to, was it Blinken? Came to 
to uh, to uh, Sudan. Sudan. Suddenly, Suddenly the next week, the next all, week, all hell breaks loose. loose. Like I told, like I you, told you, motherfuckers. You know, you know. Minutes you, minute you do something, they see you gonna get a hit. They bring it and they find some weak ass goddamn bastard motherfucker. There's what all the money in his pocket. You can't do shit with it because they know what they're gonna collapse the goddamn market. You dumb motherfucker. You they gonna collapse. You gonna kick all this American paper. That ain't going to be worth shit to your dumb ass. ass. Not a goddamn dad. And then I guess, then I guess whoever wins is going to try to figure out they're going to put, put their people in, in bodies. He's going to hear the white broth. Sudanese need a civilian government. No, you know what they They want to prop up a motherfucking government. They want to keep you goddamn sand niggas. Keep on being ignorant in the dirt. That's what they call you. Sand niggas. You ain't nothing else to them. They don't want you to have shit. They want you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers ignorant, ignorant, illiterate, illiterate running around, run around, around talking about Allah, God, God, and, God and whatever, and, and fuck you. And they rape the, the goddamn country blind. And you silly, and you silly motherfuckers got a few, got a few fools, fools like these who sit up there, who sit up there and do this to you. When you can, when stop, you can this. stop this before it goes before into, into an all-out civil war. But don't listen to me. You just heard all the situations. Like I said, like you know, I, said, you know, I, told, I told people this. The minute, the minute Russia, said, Russia they said they wanted to put a, a, base, a base in there, you know, they asked the Sudanese because they put a base in the Sudanese. Yeah, because, because most Africans don't have no problem with Russia. Or China. Or China. The minute they, the minute said, they said that suddenly the white motherfuckers, motherfuckers go, from, go America, from America go, go to Sudan. All of a sudden, they traipsing around after when you should have assassinated the motherfuckers with your goddamn motherfucking filthy cowards. You won't do shit but kill you all. no good motherfuckers. But that's what I'm saying to the people. You can't run nowhere. And I'm saying all the outlying countries. Don't let them goddamn bastards run to your country. Don't let them run to your motherfucking country. They come into your border to take your black ass back over there and fight for your own shit. We do not need you over here to feed you. You got enough shit in your own country to feed your monkey ass. Go back. Take them motherfuckers down. Those two bastards doing everything and destroy them. Then you get these armies to stop fighting each other. Because they're the same people. And there's no logic in it. And if, I, don't and if, I don't understand. The younger people should see that. But I guess the soldiers on both sides are just illiterate, gun-toting fools. They don't have, they don't no, have education no education either. They're ignorance. Ignorance. Ignorant idiots, idiots told to kill their kill goddamn, goddamn, goddamn mammy, mammy, probably. Foolish, Foolish motherfuckers. motherfuckers. But if they but had any sense, they realized. This don't make sense. They would realize it don't make sense what they're doing. Why are we doing this? Who benefits? Who benefits? Not my, not family, my family, not your family. Not your family. The white, the white motherfuckers in Europe are going to benefit. And them goddamn Arabs going to benefit. And you niggas going to be still left out of the pasture. To pasture. Then America going to bring his bullshit guns and bombs. And they arming you motherfuckers anyway. Don't you realize it? It's the same white fucking devil that everybody's trying to run out of Africa. One of these black motherfuckers left back in there. I don't know if you want to call yourself black or not, but I'm calling him a black motherfucker. One of them motherfuckers went right back to him. Goddamn sellout motherfucker. I wish I knew his one, and I wish I would there. I put a bullet in his head and kill his family. But I ain't there. So there's nothing I can do. But it's up to you folks. You can let this go on, or the people can stand up and say no more. This shit stops today.
stops right stops here. Right here. Them two, them two generals don't, don't want to listen. You people, you people arm, arm yourself up. You, you, like like you, you got a son in one army. You got you a son in another army. You mothers. You mothers. You mothers. You mothers. And you fathers who give a fuck. Tell both, tell your, both sons. your sons, you're not going to kill, kill each other, your fellow countrymen. countrymen. You're going to kill these two motherfucking greedy bastards that's destroying, destroying everything. And tell them to dig their friends. And then we're going to have a civilian government that we ain't let no other motherfucker in this country decide. No goddamn hockeys from outside, no Arabs, no motherfucking Americans, and no Europeans. Russians, no Chinese, no nothing. We're going to decide. And you all, and come, all come together. Other than that? Other than that? It'd be another, be another fucking hundred years. You niggas are still be killing each other. And everybody and else will be out in space, space on another planet. On another and, planet. and you motherfucking monkeys be the only thing left on this planet. planet. A, dying a dying dead, dead planet. planet. Then your black motherfuckers be begging. We should have did this. Well, you got a chance to change it. A lot of parts of Africa got a chance to change it. Maybe it's going to be upheaval. But you're gonna but have, you're to, gonna make have sure to make sure the upheaval comes directed, comes directed at, the right at the right motherfuckers, the Europeans, the Europeans and, Americans. and Americans, not at each, not each other. other. No, no. I'll I'll another situation, situation to show you why these two idiots, idiots are doing what they're doing because they still haven't learned the lesson. First, first, the French, the French said, well, you see, we built a few schools, a few, a few roads, uh, a few hospitals, taught you about the fucking knife and sitting on a table and eating with utensils. We're going to call that the colonial debt. And for that you shall pay to be meeting. In addition, you will deposit 85% of your bank reserves. With the, with the Minister of Finance, the French, the French Minister of Finance. Collectively, Collectively the, Minister the Minister of Finance, the French Minister of Finance, Minister of Finance will take all your deposits. It was 85% back, back then. It's now down to about 60. The French, the French Minister will invest that money in the French Stock Exchange under the French name. You may or may not know the returns. Today, today, France is taking out of Africa over 500 billion dollars. Over 500 billion dollars. We, the Africans, the poor countries, we are giving France over 500 billion dollars a year. Year in, year out. And no one is talking about it. The latest fingers are saying for every 14 billion dollars that France takes out of Africa, by the time they finish investing it, they are realizing upwards of 300 billion for every 14 billion. So in actuality, France is taking out of Africa trillions of dollars year in, year out. They set out to destroy us. And Belinko friends could be there. So they gave Djibouti the French sovereignty of the United States. They gave Burundi the French sovereignty of China. They gave Togo 
you see, the EU realizes individual little countries they can't survive for the world stage. So they come together as the European Union. Now picture this now. So they cut up this Africa into the tiny little countries, small economies that could survive on their own, but give them the same sovereignty as the big boys. So that way, when the little countries go to the world stage, for the purposes of development and discussing trade, they're wannabe boxers who are being thrown into the heavyweight boxing ring every day. By design. by design. We were we systematically, systematically brainwashed. We were systematically in the state of mind that we are, that in. We are in. If you look if at, you look uh, at uh, 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 let's take it back to Africa. Prior to, prior to the founder of Africa being taken out of Africa. We are the most racist race by design. By design. We were we were systematically brainwashed. We were systematically in the state of mind that we are in. If you look if at, you look uh, at uh, 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 let's take it back to Africa, prior to the founder of Africa being taken out of slaves, and even and after, they, after were they were taken out of Africa as slaves, the instructions, the instructions that the missionaries were given, were given in terms of in terms how to, how to deal, deal with Africa. Remember, remember, when they came to Africa, they found very resistant people, very well-established religious educational systems, People who were so strong that they didn't, that they didn't know, know how they could conquer Africa unless they, unless they address, address the issues, issues of Africa, of Africa from, from the core. So they set, so out, they set the out the process of letting, of us, letting believe us believe that everything, that everything to, do to do with black, black and African, and African was, bad, was bad and everything, and everything to do with white, white was bad was white, and white and European was bad. Was bad. We, have we have to understand that the missionaries, the missionaries were, given were given instructions, instructions on how, on to, how instruct to instruct us and how to, and control, how to control our minds. Our minds. They were, they were taught they were told they were told to teach us how to how read, to read but not but not reason. to reason it was a it was systematic a systematic process, process specific, specific instructions, instructions on how on how to handle a black, a black person in order, in order, order to get them where they where they wanted us to be they used the they same used the same process with the slaves on plantations where they began, where they began this process of divide and conquer lighter lighter skin people versus darker skin people ah ah stretch your nose versus flatter your nose lips versus thick lips it was it was a process that we have been put through. We have been we have trained, been trained self, -hate. self hate. So the so system can put us through a process of self hate. It is not it's by not by surprise that we hate that we hate ourselves. We don't like we don't like each other. We don't trust we don't trust each other. Understand that this has that this has been a systematic process of of criminalizing blackness of of teaching us and training us to hate everything that looks like us. And educating, and educating that the more, that the more we look, we look at closer at white, white, white people, the better off we are. Yeah. Now here's now something, here's something really you really should hear. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. You're wondering, you're wondering you said, why is Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe suffering? suffering? Not anymore. Not anymore. Zimbabwe is better. It's one of those countries just waking up to the motherfucking fact. Do you know how, Do you know how long, long they've had sanctions, sanctions on Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe? Since the, Since the early, early 90s. 90s. These goddamn hunkers of America. And Europe. And Europe. 
got together, got together when they threw them motherfucking, motherfucking white motherfuckers out their country and took back their country and their land. Suddenly they had sanctions coming out the motherfucking asshole. And then they and talk, then they about, talk human about human rights, and these goddamn sons, sons of bitches in America and Europe has caused so much suffering, suffering that is that that it's not even possible to imagine. To imagine. These, these white fucking savages, they cause so much suffering in this world, world especially yeah. after. Especially, especially after white animals, animals and some of you niggas, niggas keep running keep your running black, asses black asses around, around, around which I don't, I don't understand. understand. I wish they keep your, your, your motherfucking ass when you come in the country. That's why I don't give a fuck when they get on the news. They beat us over here in Europe or Italy or Norway. They deserve to kick your black asses. Then your children, you raise your children only because you think they better. Because you coward motherfuckers sit and stay where you're supposed to be and take care of your own business. But here's what happened with Zimbabwe. They said, fuck them. They said, fuck them. Fuck America. Fuck all, Fuck this, all bullshit. this bullshit. They were getting screwed, they were getting screwed over, over for centuries. People were, People were taking, taking everything. The white motherfuckers had everything. And they had nothing. In their own goddamn country. And when they had enough, they took it back. Suddenly it got sanctions. Then they sent the goddamn CIA in there to kill motherfuckers. This is what I'm telling you. If y'all want to change, change Africa, do not let white, white motherfuckers or a motherfucker from America, from America in, your in your country. I don't care if the nigga look like me, don't let him in because that motherfucker been sold and bought because you got a lot of them here. They actually, they actually think they're doing some good when they're doing more harm. Just like just like Mama Africa just said, you know, they taught us to hate ourselves and not to question shit they say or do. But here, but here, I'm going to let you hear for yourselves what they tried to do to Zimbabwe. What Zimbabwe, what they doing back? They're taking that motherfucking paper. They're getting rid of it. That filthy-ass fucking useless paper. And they're replacing it with gold itself. It's an experiment that probably will work. Or you can buy crypto. Either one. Either one. It'll pull Zimbabwe out of the bullshit of America. And hopefully, and hopefully they deal with China and Russia. And I you know what? And if they give somebody something, you know, fuck America. Fuck the white man. Fuck that Jesus and that bullshit they're talking about. Like I said, if you want to make it Africa, you're going to have to make some hard choices. One. One. You're going to have to keep them Europeans out your motherfucking country. You have to keep, to keep Americans and, and European black black motherfuckers out your country because they because don't they mean, mean no good. good either one. either one if they're coming if they're coming in suddenly, in suddenly you better you check better check their background, background very, well. very well because because probably they're working for the CIA because a nigga in America would do anything for a dollar. A motherfucker kill his man. Anytime a group of motherfuckers shoot babies, they don't give a fuck about you. So anybody coming from America or European country, don't let them in. Second, close the embassies in your countries. Close these motherfucking embassies. You don't need to have nothing to do with them. They want to talk business, they can fly in and fly the fuck out. Close the embassies. They can't. They be can't spying be spying on you and tapping your shit. Close your close embassies. your embassies. Abyss. Abyss. Tell them get the Tell fuck, them get out. The fuck out. We gotta do some. 
rearrange, rearrange furniture, some furniture in this motherfucking country. country. The, furniture the furniture is them. them. Tell them to get, them the, to fuck get the fuck out. Then, then you start you to start sign, to on, sign your own. on your own. And keep and your keep goddamn, goddamn cause your fucking society, society closed, closed off. off. Do not Do not let that system into your society. That's how China, That's how China made, it. made it. They did not, they did let, not these let these white savages, savages in the countries. countries. They did not, they did let, not them let them get in there, get in there and infiltrate and lie and connive and, and do their bullshit and bring their goddamn Bible, Bible talking about Jesus. Jesus. You know, and fool the fuck out of them. They ain't having it. Same thing y'all got to do. Keep the white devils out your country. Now, now, I'm gonna let you, hear, let the you hear the part. final part. This is what, this happened, is what to happened to Zimbabwe. You don't have to take, my, have word to take my word for it. For it. Listen, for, Listen yourself. for yourself. Sanctions against Zimbabwe. And I think, and I think most people's reaction is going to be, why the hell are we going after Zimbabwe? When you think about the countries the U.S. is punishing with financial and trade sanctions, most people know of Iran or Cuba or Venezuela. But the United States has actually maintained a severe sanctions regime against Zimbabwe for the last 21 years. And it hardly gets mentioned in the media. And the worst part is, these sanctions were essentially put in place because Zimbabweans took back their own land from European settlers. Here's what you need to know. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe like, like many, many other regions of Africa, Africa was, colonized was colonized by European powers in the late 19th century. The various, the various European powers met at the Berlin Conference in 1884 and divided up the continent, deciding which, deciding which powers would control which regions. The British, the British Empire, Empire, one of the strongest European powers at the time, decided, decided that it would take massive portions of northern and southern Africa, including Zimbabwe. The man responsible for overseeing Britain's conquest of southern Africa was Cecil Rhodes, an arch-racist and an unabashed defender of Europeanism. And to give you an idea of how he thought, here's Rhodes in his own words. It is our duty to seize every opportunity of acquiring more territory. We should keep this one idea steadily before our eyes. That more territory simply means more of the Anglo-Saxon race, more of the best, the most human, most honorable race the world possesses. By the way, this is the same Rhodes that the Rhodes Scholarship is named after. In 1890, Rhodes led the British conquest of Zimbabwe and named it Rhodesia after himself. A little over a decade later, the British controlled three quarters of the country and made the indigenous Africans tenants on their own land, forcing them to pay fees and taxes to live on the land that rightfully belonged to them. Taking the land and all the valuable resources that came with it made the British settlers incredibly wealthy. On the flip side, having their land taken, black Rhodesians were forced to become wage laborers, working for the white landowners for barely enough to scrape by. The typical white neighborhood in Rhodesia had big luxury houses with big lawns and gardens, Almost black people lived in cramped substandard housing. The only black people that lived in the nicer white neighborhoods were domestic workers who took care of household labor and landscaping. They lived on their white employers' properties. The white monopoly over the land also gave whites a monopoly over the Rhodesian political system, which was dominated by whites despite the fact that the country was overwhelmingly black. To give you an idea of how skewed Rhodesia's political system was, in 1970, 
1976, Rhodesia's black population was over 6 million, while the white population was only 250,000. Despite this, of the 6 million black people in Rhodesia, only 9,000 had the right to vote. This allowed white voters to elect 50 members of Rhodesia's parliament, whereas black voters only elected 16. Many in the United States understandably compared this to Jim Crow. Rhodesia's prime minister that he would never support black majority rule in the country, not in a thousand years. The government was so committed to white minority rule that it would go on to draft every white man under the age of 38 into the military to fight a bloody war against black liberation fighters instead of making concessions to them. However, no amount of conscription could change the reality that this country did not, nor did it ever, belong to white people. They had merely occupied it. Recognizing that a white-led government in southern Africa would never last, in 1979, the Rhodesian government pressured the black freedom fighters into an agreement called the Lancaster House Agreement in an attempt to salvage some semblance of white power. The Lancaster House Agreement reserved parliamentary seats for whites, and instead of simply returning the stolen land back to its rightful owners, set up a market-based system called Willing Buyer, Willing Seller, where the government of the newly named Zimbabwe would have to buy their own land back from the white farmers using foreign currency. The value of the land would be determined by foreign real estate companies owned by these very same white farmers. Zimbabwe's newly elected president, Robert Mugabe, who would become a preeminent leader in the liberation struggle, struggle trying to, to adhere to the Lancaster Agreement, but progress was slow. For most of, For most this, of this time, Western, Western powers praised Mugabe as a kind of moderate, reasonable force. force. But even, but even a decade after the end of the war, in the fall of Rhodesia, whites still controlled the vast majority of the land. In 1998, it was estimated that 95% of the economy was owned by white people or foreign investors. Many veterans of the liberation war were getting tired of waiting. After all, they had risked their lives for this land, and they were beginning to feel that all of that fighting had been for nothing. The war veterans started occupying the white farms on their own accord, and Mugabe then gave the veterans the government's backing. In direct response to this policy, the U.S. Congress passed its first set of sanctions against Zimbabwe, freezing Zimbabwe's credit. For the next 21 years, the U.S., EU, and Canada would go on to repeatedly punish Zimbabwe for what amounts to taking back its own land. The latest round of sanctions is just a continuation of this neocolonial history. After a two-week trip in Zimbabwe, the U.N. Special Rapporteur Sanctions, sanctions wrote a report calling on the various countries sanctioning Zimbabwe to lift these measures because of the devastating effect they had on the country. The report, the report describes the country unable to develop because the financial sanctions against it prevent it from accessing credit and trading on the international market. The report states that financial restrictions prevent Zimbabwe from importing new technology and spare parts, which has rendered much of its health, transportation, energy, water, and other critical infrastructure obsolete. These policies have created a crisis of food insecurity, with over, with over 7 million Zimbabweans going hungry in a country of 15 million, as well as a crisis of disease due to Zimbabwe's inability to import parts needed to clean its own water. The sanctions against Zimbabwe's state-owned companies have deprived Zimbabwe of revenue that it needs to fund essential services. In total, it's estimated that sanctions have deprived Zimbabwe of over $100 billion worth of aid and loans since 2001, a sum four times greater than the country's GDP. The Western media still 
also demonizes Zimbabwe as a country that's apparently racist against whites for having expropriated the land they stole. They mock Zimbabwe and the land reform, saying that it's what made Zimbabwe poor, completely leaving out any mention of the crushing sanctions designed to strangle Zimbabwe's economy. Western governments love to talk about respecting property rights, but what about when a whole ownership structure is premised on racism, theft, and colonialism? It's obvious that the real right is African people's right to reclaim ownership over what was always there. So let's be clear. This is not about human rights or corruption. Never has been. Whether it's the Berlin Conference, sanctions against Zimbabwe, the war on Libya, or Africans' expansion, it's always been about punishing any African country that defies Western powers. The United States recently issued new sanctions against Zimbabwe. I know
kill that kill black, that black bastard, bastard and, kill his, and kill his family. You want that you blood want that bloodline ended? Because it's because it's still some little niggas in there. Because like I said, they still some niggas just running countries. And the people and the people sitting there mumble mouth. And like I say, young people, young people. It ain't going to be, be easy. You're going you're gonna to have to kill some of them motherfuckers because they're not going to change. They're going to double talk you. You're going to have to actually kill some of them motherfuckers over there. Some of your, some leadership. Of your leadership. You don't have to burn, don't have to burn the goddamn, goddamn, goddamn country down. down. You don't have to do, don't have to do all that, but you got to kill them corrupt-ass leaders, them corrupt-ass politicians. Don't even let them get the fuck away. They try to run to you and tell them, no, you ain't going no motherfucking way. You're going to sit here suffer with the rest of us till we get this shit right. Or we're going to kill your ass on the spot. That's up to you to say how. But like I said, you know, they gave all you folks all these little... They say you, they got, say you got sovereignty. Then they then come back because they, they know when you go when you up here, go up here to say to, to one of these one other people, other people in the European Union, well, we don't well, we think don't this, think should, this should happen. You talking, you talking to, to all the heavyweights, and you a lightweight because lightweight you, ain't you ain't got shit. When you got, when you got everything, everything, but you don't, you don't know, know what the fuck to do with it. You got all the minerals in the world. A lot of countries that cut up still got decent minerals in them. Decent. Decent. That can... Make your country, Make your country super, super rich, and, rich and you can modernize, you can modernize your, country, your country, get your people, get your people out, out of poverty, but your but niggas, niggas got to want to do that. You can't just, you can't be, just up be up here like, I'm going to be a big bald-headed black bastard to go sit in front of white people, white people take, photo take photo ops. ops. No, you got to no, be able to do something. Take off all them goddamn fake-ass general uniforms. I see everybody's a fucking general. You ain't shit but a goddamn flunky. If your people suffering and they ain't getting shit out of it, you a fucking flunky for one of these superpowers. Basically, probably Europe and America. Because they're the only two rotten motherfuckers who do shit like that. But like I said, it's up to you folks. You can decide for yourselves. You heard what happened to Zimbabwe? That's what they intend on doing to you. That's why, That's you, why got you got to break this chain. Let their, Let their money, money don't mean shit. shit. And it's already, and it's already starting to hurt them over here in America. It's hurting real bad. Just keep Just on keep going. What you're doing. And but one thing for sure, if the motherfucking governments of your country don't do it, I want you black youth to listen to me. Kill the white motherfuckers from America. Kill the white motherfuckers from Europe. If a black, if a black motherfucker, motherfucker from America or Europe, or Europe come, there come there talking and shit about, well, you know, America ain't so bad, then kill, then kill that motherfucker too. Make it where these motherfuckers don't want to come there. Until you get your, your shit right, your government, right, your government established, and you ain't, and you ain't, ain't taking no fucking shit off nobody. That's how you do it. But you got to run the white motherfuckers out. If you had to make a couple of examples, chop off some heads and let the world see it. Do what Al, Al Qaeda did. Chop your, Chop motherfucking, your motherfucking head off in live, live TV. TV. They'll get the They'll message then. Stay the fuck out. And I hope, and Somali, I hope Somali, I know, I know they're going back through the same, through the shit, same again. shit again. But, you know, I can't tell. You know, all you motherfuckers want to be generals. You know, you know. You don't want to use diplomacy because you don't want to come to the table. You figure you have to share something. You can tell, you can them, tell white them white motherfuckers anything. anything. Once, Once you get your people on your side, side you can say, fuck you, fuck you white motherfuckers. motherfuckers. I lied. I lied. Just, just like they lied, lied to you. But that's up, but to, that's y'all. up to y'all. And that's my that's weekly, weekly spiel, spiel for you. I hope y'all I hope take, y'all take up on it. I hope some idiots in Sudan, two motherfucking idiots, just got their two armies shooting at each other in their own country. 
Like I said, I, I hope they, they, I know they, yeah, I know they got mamas and uncles and, uncles and, and cousins and brothers, brothers and sisters. They should, they get, should together. get together. Their family, Their family should, get, should together get together and say, and if, say you if you motherfuckers don't stop, we're going to disown you and kill you. And mean, and mean it because they, because they, will, they are killing y'all. And they are and they killing, are you, killing for you for the wrong, the wrong reasons. reasons. They destroying, they destroying your country, your country for some other motherfuckers to take, to over. take over. Because the because bastard, the bastard that, wins that wins this, I can guarantee you, he ain't getting shit because they're going to take as much as they want that bastard to shut the fuck up. Or he going to join Saddam, Gaddafi, everybody else. That said no to these white, white motherfuckers. Unless you Unless prepare, you prepare to, fight, to fight, that's where it's going to be. Gonna so, be. Wake so wake up, up Africa. You're going to have to fight for this shit. shit. It ain't going to come, come easy. easy.